The door slides open to reveal a massive underground lake. The water is dark and brackish, and there are strands of difficult-to-identify substances floating on the surface. The smell of rotting meat hangs in the air. In the center of the lake is a large yurt made of animal skins. It's on a little island, and it looks like the only way to reach it is across a narrow, natural bridge in front of you. The yurt is emanating purple, yellow, and green lights, which often mingle into a sort of sickly brownish color. Alright, Paul. Is this what we're looking for? Is this where the bones are? Well, Mason, uh, Uncle Boehner didn't describe it in great detail, but something akin to this is what we're looking for, yeah? I mean, that looks like the place. That's where I'd put all the bombs, Paul. The yurt's too convenient. It's another trap. Larry, it's not convenient. I mean, look, look, look at this narrow bridge we have to cross. If you slip and fall, I guarantee that's like instant brain amoebas in that water. Brain amoebas? Yeah, amoebas are known to live in dirty lake water. They climb in your ears, lay their eggs, and then drive you insane when they hatch. And this, this is amoeba water if I've ever seen it. Paul, I don't want amoeba water. Neither do I, Mason. Nobody does. You know, hence the challenge before us, and why it's not a bomb. I mean, the rocks could be slippery. You guys are dumb. You can kill amoebas just by boiling the water. Are you proposing that we boil this entire underground lake before we cross? Maybe there's another artifact in the caves that does that? That boils the lake? Do you have any idea how much energy that would take? I mean, <laughs> clearly Lord Bonesmell can't afford that. I mean, he can't even afford guardrails on his bridges. Why would he go through the expense to make a magical lake-boiling charm? Maybe the guardrails are being renovated. Well, he should put up a sign that says, you know, mind your step or something. Jeez, I mean, this is dangerous. Yeah, but the soul-eating mattress store was kind of dangerous, too. Sure, but Bonesmell doesn't go in there. You know, all right, presumably he walks across this bridge. No guardrails, you're just asking for an accident eventually. See, Paul, this is how you know it's a trap. You think you have to walk across there, but there's nothing in that yurt. It's probably a bathroom or something. Look at all the gases coming out of it. That's, you, that's like, probably What would be the purpose of a bathroom with no guardrails to get to it? You, you still have the problem of no guardrails in that case. Now you have a bathroom, and you've got to pee and walk across this narrow, slippery bridge. I mean, the water's terrible. What, you just pee in the water at the edge of the lake. Or at a potted plant, I guess. I did do that. You see, but everyone else would have the dignity to pee in the water. Okay, look, we can't go back without at least checking this out. And I think I recall Boehner telling me something about, a, like, a precarious bridge. It's a religious rite. See, it's, it's symbolic of having trust in the bone smell system. All, all right, look... Here I go, okay? Try and walk really carefully across this bridge. You get a little ways out, and a bunch of zombified hands rise up out of the lake and start trying to grasp at you. Run right back the way I came. Oh, <laughs> did you guys see that? Oh, gross. Oh, that's super gross. When you get back to the shore, the hands slowly sink back into the water. Okay. Well, all right, all right. Uh, that's a... Uh, uh... Zombie hands. Yeah, I mean, I uh, you know, they uh, in the business they call those fairy hands. But yeah, that's basically what that is. So what do we do about it? Um, well, uh... Elvis, how fast did it look like those hands were coming out? Could I outrun them? They weren't very fast or very accurate. You probably could. Okay, so, uh, this is a familiar spell, all right? Wizards sometimes cast it on bodies of water. They call it, uh... Mortenheimer's fairy hands of slow creeping clamminess. They're, they're like, you, you know, you don't want them to touch you. Yeah, I'll bet. Find a big rock and chuck it in the water. You throw the rock and some hands kind of catch up and then get hit by the rock and sink back down. The surface ripples out and bubbles and then nothing stirs below. Mason, are you trying to provoke something to come up out of the lake and grab us? 
We thought maybe they'd react to movement. And I mean, they tried to catch the rock. Yeah, see, you'd, you'd think that they would react just to movement, but they don't, right? Because they're not very quick. I mean, they try, but they're not very quick. And see, if you just run across really fast, you can get to the other side before they grab you. Well, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no way. It's just a bathroom out there. I'm not running over that. Well, c- come on, fellas. I'll be right behind you. Well, we shouldn't do it like that. I mean, we should do it one at a time, because otherwise the hands are going to grab whoever's going last. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's a good point, I guess. All right, I'll go first. You should be the only one who goes. Just check to make sure that the bones are there. All right, all right. Lowry, because I'm such an amazing leader, I'm going to do that. All right, well, go. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm just, just give me a chance to warm up. All right? I don't want to get a Charlie horse halfway across the bridge. You know, understand? We've already been running around these caves all day. You should be fine. It doesn't hurt to be a little more limber. You can go cold in like 30 minutes, okay? All right, fine, 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 fine. Elvis, I get myself ready at the start of this bridge, and as soon as I find the confidence, I run across as quickly as I think I can safely. You get down, do a few stretches, take a few seconds, gather some confidence, then bolt across the bridge. The hands rise up behind you, but they're so slow they don't come anywhere near to catching you. Instead, they just make a slow-motion zombie wave behind you. Mason and Elvis, you don't see the hands ever get high enough to even reach the bridge. Are you okay? Did you get a Charlie horse? Yeah! 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 Uh, It's just all in the timing. Warren Hyman's fairy hands. No big deal. Okay. Okay, go see if the bones are in the tent. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. You just stay right there, you cowards. Elvis, I go to the tent. As you approach, you hear chanting. It's low and rhythmic, and it doesn't sound like English. You pull aside the flap of the yurt and see three men standing around an altar with a bunch of bones sitting on top of it. The strange, sickly-colored lights are emanating from the bones. Each of the men has his eyes plucked out. Oh, uh, excuse me, fellas. I, uh, I'm late, you know, for this thing that we're doing. Uh, Sagua Sanfa. Uh, hey, let me tell the others. Hey, guys! Yeah, they got the bones set up. They're, they're already doing the ritual without us. What ritual? You know, the ritual that we're going to do. They're still on Sagua Sanfa, I think. Uh, so we can just join in. You know, c- come on, come help us out. Go back to the guys in the yurt and stand in their circle. Uh, all right, so where are we? Uh, we got uh, four more guys coming in. Bonesmell wanted a seven-man deal. You know, it's biblically significant to commemorate bingo night. They just keep chanting. They don't move from their place. <coughs> uh, all right. Sagua san fa, sagua san fa, sagua san fa. I guess I run across the bridge. You scurry across. The reaching hands come nowhere close. Cross the bridge, but then stop in the middle. The hands reach for you, but they can't go high enough to grab you. Guys, I think these things are actually safe, except for the guardrails. Maybe they're like a safety net. If you fall, they catch you. Elvis, I look for a rock like the size of my foot and then check it down to the hands. A few of the hands catch the rock, and then some others rise up and fight violently to take it. With some splashing and a bit of scuffle, they pull it under. The water's calm for about three seconds, and then the forest of hands rises up to reach for you again. Oh, actually, I might be wrong. They might drag you under. You probably don't want these things to touch you. Are you guys coming? You're missing some really good chanting in here. Jeez, I'm coming, Mom. You enter the yurt and find Paul there chanting along with some blind guys in purple robes. All right, Lowry, you stand there. Mason, you stand over there. Uh, Dave, you stand right there. Paul, who's Dave? Our seventh guy. You haven't been formally introduced, you know, but we gotta have seven guys. It's numerically significant. 
We could have done five people and had a pentagram. Yeah, Paul. Or we could do six guys and have a hexagon. What's a seven-person shape? A septagon? That doesn't sound like a real shape. Seven is how many days it took God to make the Earth. He only took six days. He rested on the seventh day. Yeah, by your logic, Paul, the seventh guy should stay home and watch TV. All right, you know what? Uh, you're probably right. Dave, you should go home and watch TV. Okay, bye, Dave. Now there's just six of us here. It's a biblical septagon. Anyway, we were just in the middle of Sagua Sanfa. The chant changes, and the room lights up in flashes of orange and red. Uh, excuse me, we appear to be at the end of Asagawa Sanfa. We're now just entering Hazua Hata. Gentlemen, please take your places. Hazua Hata, Hazua Hata. Arrange myself in the circle. Me too. Hazua Hata, Hazua Hata. Hazua Hata. Hang on, it looks like one of our bones is out of place. In fact, I think I see the problem. It might be a little cracked. Let me just, uh... Go check the structural integrity here. I grab a handful of bones. As soon as you touch them, terror leaps up your arm and into your bladder. Your legs go numb and you feel the primal urge to wet yourself and cry. Run. Let go of the bones and run out of the yurt, trailing urine. Ah! Uh, Paul? Cross the bridge, head for the door. As you're running across the bridge, you see the door is closed. Try and pull it open. Is it stuck? It is. And several of the runes carved on the door are glowing the same color as the bones were. Uh, Paul? You're missing out on Hazwa Hata. It's getting really lively. I think this might be the best part. They change the chant again. Now the bones glow purple, and with each chant, the light grows. Taki, takito, taki, takito. This is pretty cool. Okay, adjust myself and jog back across the bridge. <laughs> Sorry about that, I just, uh... Forgot that you shouldn't touch the hot magic bones with your bare hands. So it's, it could hurt your soul and stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> where, where, where are we at now? Taki Takito. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, taki Takito, Taki Takito. Taki Takito, Taki Takito, Taki Takito. Blind men stop chanting abruptly. Excuse me, sorry. Taki, that, is, that was very unprofessional, Mason. You're supposed to stop at the crescendo. Sorry. I hate when we're training the new acolytes. Your timing was awful, but at least you're early to the ritual. Now, the most important part. Prepare the sacrifice. Oh. Ah, yeah. The sacrifice. Yes. Prepare the sacrifice. Already. I thought we had a few more Taki-Taki-Toes to go. No, if you do it too many times, you mess up the ritual. You give it too much power. See, this is why I said we shouldn't have the Alkalites chant with us. The odds of things going wrong go through the roof. But oh no, Michael says they need to learn. Hands-on training is the best. Well, I mean, you and Michael are obviously at odds. Because, uh, he told us that you'd do the sacrifice. Yes, it's my duty. Hurry up and bring them to me, and we'll cast them upon the bones. No, no, I mean, Michael said that you would be the sacrifice. He... what? Yeah. Yeah. He what? I, I didn't have the authority. This is all uh, because uh, I'm gunning for his position, isn't it? Well, all of you take a good look. This is what ambition gets you around here. Fine. Throw me on the bones. But see, in 10 or 20 years, if there's any amount of ability to get things done... Nothing but a bunch of sheep, the whole lot of you. Sorry, sir. Uh, I, I wish we knew enough to know how to feel. Oh, you'll find out. You'll find out one day. All right. All right, lift me up. I'm ready to become one with our Lord. 
Gonna take it all out on you when I'm one with him, that's for sure. Uh, of course, sir. Uh, how do we hold you up? The other two priests help you pick this third guy up. Together, you all lift him before the bones, but before you can toss him, he says, Wait, I'd like one final word before I go. Hang on. Hang on. Then he farts. There it is! Remember it for the purest expression about how I feel about you and everything. You barely know us, sir. And yet I still hate you! Yeah, yeah, especially more now. Don't ruin it. Go ahead, throw me in, you ingrates. And everyone together tosses this man into a pile of purple glowing bones. He swells like a balloon and then bursts into horrible gore and viscera, but instead of it flying outward, it sucks inward like a black hole, reshaping itself into a humanoid form. It struggles and it fights against itself until its face begins to form. Soon the bones are gone, consumed completely into this process, and standing before you is none other than Paul's alleged Uncle Boehner. He stands up straight and tall on the pedestal, now looking full of life, his muscles rippling. He looks around the room, and then he bellows, Where is my snack tray? You notice the cultists have their heads bowed to the floor. Paul's Uncle Boehner? Uncle Boehner! You made it! Oh, what a surprise twist! Just like you to fake your death and appear at the last second. Wow, you did it again. Wait. Wait a minute. Uh, you guys are the ones who answered that Facebook ad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we followed your plan to the letter. Made it straight here, and we were just about to steal those bones, but then you appeared. And I guess the bones are inside you now. Congrats on another successful heist. Where is Horatio? Why are all three of these guys here? Where is Horatio? One of the cultists says... Oh, we sacrificed him, Lord. You sacrificed Horatio? Boehner yells. He raises up his hands. Lightning sparks from his fingers and strikes the two cultists next to you guys. They both turn into marshmallow peeps. Then they burst into flames. Idiots! You shall be no servants of mine. Boy. That's a good call, Uncle. Those guys were incompetent. They had no idea who we were at all. Fooled them from the start. Fooled their pants off. In fact, we're, we're probably the smartest people in this room and would make excellent servants. I am not your uncle. And the name I gave wasn't even Boehner. It was Mick Boehner, you idiot. Wait, Paul, is this guy not your uncle? I did mention he was senile. You fools were meant to come here thinking you had one over on us. And straight to the sacrifice pens you'd go. How on earth are you standing before me? We, we passed all the trials. Yeah, we battled the draggler. I shot a guard. He, he didn't shoot a guard. Yes, I did. I shot him. We released Marty from Marty's mattress store. You released Marty? No one is supposed to release Marty. He's being punished for eternity. Did you know his name's not actually Marty? Silence! It's Peter. And do you know my real name? Do you know half the danger that you're in? I haven't known what's going on since, like, high school. I dropped out of high school. I didn't even know what was going on then. I like the skateboard, but I really wasn't very good at it. You are standing before Lord Bonesmell himself. No, you aren't. We saw Lord Bonesmell hosting a bingo tournament. Uncle Boehner, the doctor talked to us about this. You're referring to one of my fragile descendants. I am the Lord Bonesmell, the first and the greatest of my line. Yeah, well, if that were true, I'd like to point out that we are very good alkalites, and we've already learned the chants, like Zagua Sanfa, Zagua Sanfa. Lord Bonesmell lights up and his muscles ripple as you chant. Stop that! Well, okay, all right, all right, but hear me out. We also learned Hazua Hata, Hazua Hata. He grows a few inches and his muscles swell. 
I said stop! And, and, we learned Taki-Takito, Taki-Takito. Do you not know what stop means? His hair grows longer and fuller. Hang on, let me get down from this pedestal, for goodness sake. What, is it like a you get too much power and then you explode kind of thing? No, no, I just get taller and wider and my hair gets longer and more full and then it's just hard to fit through doorways. The chants only make me more powerful. Paul, he grabs you and then he lifts you above his head. Oh, I've got the magical potential to do anything I like, but let me explain something to you. He carries you outside the yurt. Hey, Lowry. Check it out. I hop up on the pedestal. Okay, do the chant. Sagoa-san-fa, Sagoa-san-fa. Do you see this lake? Boehner asks you, Paul. Uh, turn me around, please. I'm, I'm upside down. He turns you around. Mason, your body is beginning to glow with magic power. You can feel yourself growing stronger. Do you see the lake? Bonesmell demands. Yeah, I can see it now. I saw it when I came in. And yet it likely never crossed your mind what you were really looking at. I mean... A massive cleaning bill. I could not personally afford the number of pool boys that you would Shut need. Shut up, idiot! This'll be your last lesson and you'd better appreciate it. Hazua hatta, hazua hatta. Mason, you grow taller. Your muscles swell. You feel as if you could lift an ox. Look, it was a lot to take in, okay? But animal instincts being what they are, the first thing you notice is the smell. Oh, yes. The smell. So many rotting corpses. You must understand what you see before you is a battery. Taki, takito, taki, takito. Mason, you sprout a beautiful head of hair. It is just a luxurious ocean of it. Ah, sweet. This is great. Okay, do me. All right, get on the pedestal. Here we go. You see, a single human body cannot contain all the power that I crave. I've discovered the secret to eternal life. I remove my own bones, then feed them with the power of the lake. It's a battery, you see. But what powers the lake? Zombie. Life. Every stupid little bingo tournament my grandchildren throw, every servant who breaches his contract, every time some unwitting thief lets themselves down here, we toss wounded, mewling, begging fools into the lake, where they then are taken in and become one with my power. Taki, takito, taki, takito. Larry, you are now also a beautiful, full-haired Adonis. Ah, man, I'm gonna rob so many gas stations like this. You could probably be a runway model, you know? I could do both. The people love a scandal. Elvis, I leave the yurt. There was never a heist. You were never going to steal the bones. All that was going to happen was that you would feed the lake. Now make amends with any gods you believe in. Not that it'll save you. I tackle Lord Bonesmell. Ugh! The two of you go down together. What? Who dares attempt to grapple the mighty? Sit on him and make him eat dirt. (laughs) Rub dirt in his hair. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Get him, boys. Say Uncle Boehner. Say your uncle, Bane. You made a particularly dense decision today. Grab more dirt in his mouth. <laughs> Throw him in the lake, guys. Throw him in. Oh, that's a really good idea. You're going in the lake, nerd. I pull his pants down around his ankles. Okay, he's wearing like a loincloth or whatever. <laughs> Into the lake. I throw him. Yeah, I help launch him. The grasping undead hands rise up and catch bone smell as he nears the water. He thrashes against them, but they swarm from all sides, overwhelming him dragging him down below the surface. A few minutes pass, and the surface of the lake goes placid. We did it! Yeah. What do we do? I think we drowned that guy. Aw, man. I always knew I was going to take a bullying prank too far one day. Aw, guys! We defeated Lord Bonesmell, who was secretly my Uncle Boehner this entire time! Or uh, the reverse of that. I can't believe how he led my whole family on. I'm crushed. Oh, is that what happened? 
man, wizards are evil. That was a lot of trouble to go through to be evil. Yeah, it really was. He really was. But hey, now we can use his powers for good. How'd you guys get buff like this? Oh, you just stand on that pedestal back there and I chant the magic words. Ah, great. Okay, all right. Do me too. I sit on the pedestal. Do we have to? I'll do it. Sagua sanfa, sagua sanfa. Paul, you two are now a beautiful sculpture of a man with hair that would make a painting jealous. Well, it's not exactly the bones, but it is the power the bones supposedly had. And with faces like this, you know, people are just going to give us money. Of course, it all makes sense now. The power of Lord Bonesmell is just being hot. Everyone has to obey you. Yeah, well, I'm not sure that's the full untapped potential, but we'll roll with that. I mean, anyway, let's tear that door open. You guys tear the large door clear off its hinges and find Peter the Tireman waiting. He goes, oh, oh, my Lord Bonesmell, and he kneels on the ground. What do you mean Lord Bonesmell? There's three of us. Yes, yes, shh. I, I've split myself off into three so I can better rule this place. Marty, the time for absolution is now. I forgive your sins and command you to lead us out of the cave. Ah, uh, at once, sir, thank you. Peter gets up and walks you through the caves. If you stumble across anyone, they all immediately fall to the ground in worship of you. Eventually, you arrive at the entrance to the chambers. Kick the door open. There was a guy on the other side trying to repair the door lock, and he gets violently shoved away. You see the younger Lord Bonesmell, the one from the bingo tournament, standing there in the hall. He's in his underwear. He shouts, Oh no! The elder Lord Bonesmell! And he drops to his knees. The guards all look confused and then follow suit. Indeed, it is I, Lord Bonesmell! And these two are also me, Lord Bonesmell and Lord Bonesmell. You are pleased to gaze upon my resplendence three times. Uh, but Lord, what are you doing from your chambers? Have I displeased you? I was about to deliver the results of the bingo tournament. Oh, I want to hear that. Who won that, actually? The Birthly Sisters, Lord. Again. Hey, is that guard that helped us still here? Yeah, they pulled him aside and left him there to die. Point to the guard. Hey, what happened here? Oh, uh, an incident, Lord. The guard has passed away. We were going to do a burial. Nonsense. That's a good guard right there. He's asked one of our people. You take that guy down to the bone pedestal and you chant the rites at him until he wakes up. It's a fine dude. My lord? Did I stutter or not? Yeah, don't make me do it myself. Because once I get blood on me, there's no excuse to not get more blood on me. I'll just get blood everywhere. It's going to be awful. Uh, oh, no, no, of course, sir. No need for that. Bonesmell the Younger snaps his fingers and two guards pick the dead guy up and rush him into the caves behind you. Now get us a horse and carriage. I'd like to go to the opera. Make sure you get a box seat. I need enough room for my friend here, Marty, who's part cow. You wish to go out, sir? Yes, I'm going to the opera. But... Lord, you said you'd give us warning, and that there would be signs. You're getting a warning! This this is a 20-minute warning! How long does it take to get your pants on, bone smell? Uh, uh, oh, God! He gets up and he runs off. Hey, can we go up and say hi to the Birthly Sisters? You go upstairs and you find the sisters are on the way to their car. Oh, hey, ladies! I heard you did a good job tonight. Oh, look! It's you guys! I thought you were vaporized. Us? No way! We're like cockroaches. We just hid under the fridge. Yeah, that... And also, I can shoot transdimensional missiles out of my hands. Watch. You stick your finger up in the air and a gout of flame flies straight up, then explodes like a firework. Wow, I didn't know you could do that. Well, we can now. See, we went down in the basement and stole Lord Bonesmell's powers. You did? I had no idea that was an option. Darn, here I felt like I had my eyes on the prize, but look at you three. Well, ladies, eyes still on the prize. They all think that we're Lord Bonesmell. But we can't keep up that ruse forever. 
you helped us get in, and you know the way that this whole thing works, so how about we do the same and get you access to all Lord Bonesmell stuff? You know, it's like treacherous advisors. We'll keep you on, and we'll be sexy figureheads, maintaining the lie, but you can actually run everything. <laughs> I knew there was something I liked about you. Tell you what, let's make a night of it. We'll have the details hammered out by morning. Perfect. I hope you like the opera, because that's where I asked to take us. And we haven't been to the opera in years. What do you say, girls? The other sisters nod their heads, and you guys ride off into the night into some sort of post-midnight opera house. Yay! I like that I got the ability to shoot stuff out of my fingers in the end. So what's our next game idea? I've got one. It's called Escape the Flavor Zone. It's gonna be spicy. Get excited. That was the Big Bingo Bone Heist. If you enjoyed that, consider supporting me on Patreon. You can find me under Don Somewhere. Just a little bit of support makes a lot of difference, so I really appreciate those of you guys pitching in. If you do support me on Patreon, I make an attempt to have stuff on there early. I don't always, but I try. If you enjoy my sense of humor, you can also find me on other places on the internet. You can find me on YouTube and so on. I have a website, donsomewhere.com, that has links to several of those places where I have been. And that's uh, pretty much it, so I hope you guys are looking forward to the next one. And uh, have a wonderful week.